guys, I'm your host Olivia Delpra and we're broadcasting live from CLC Eltham, Melbourne, Australia. You're listening to CLC Eltham on Live FM. I'm here today with Bridget and Paige. Hello. So guys, what is your opinion on why physical education is so important for growing minds and growing people? Well, um, from personal experience, I have very close family members who developed mental health issues and we were trying like all the drugs and stuff that could um, heal them. But what really worked was the exercise. So, you know. Yeah, yeah I totally agree. It's the same in my family, um, me and especially my dad's side of the family um, are huge basketball fans and we, I, I've been playing since I could walk and I had about a year off where I injured my shoulder and so I couldn't play. My mental health deteriorated so much throughout that year. And, yeah, so it really did have an impact and my family noticed it. Yeah. Yeah, and this really leads to the fact that 50% of kids these days are diagnosed with some sort of mental health illness and I think 30% of that relates around to stress. Yeah. How do you think (laughs) that exercising can help stress? Because I know personally – I do swimming like five times a week a lot and I find like when I'm swimming, I just forget about everything. All my stress just go and I feel so much better. So what are your opinions on that? Well, being in year nine, not to scare any year eights, but it's a very stressful year (laughs) and um, like while I'm trying to figure myself out and get on top of the homework and all of that, just sometimes going on a run while blasting music into my ears it makes me deaf, but it really gets rid of the stress. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think definitely the same. Every single time I have a test, I make sure that that's the day where I train twice. So, <laughs> um, because you're right. Like when you're like running or playing basketball, I find it very hard to think of anything else other than mm. what I'm doing. Yeah. Like sometimes I really try, but it like it's just impossible. And I think that's like. Whilst it may be annoying at times, it's really, really good for us because it's just that break that we don't get with anything else. Like when we're sleeping, we're still like our brain's still actively thinking about exactly. stuff. And so it's really the only time where we force ourselves to just like live in the moment. Mm. Now that you mentioned sleep, so <laughs> exercise can help with better sleep, of course. So on that note, better sleep can equal better mm. behavior. So it's won't only benefit yourself, but it will benefit like others around you, don't you think? Yeah, it does. I've actually noticed and being lectured by my mum, I have noticed that <laughs> I actually don't sleep on nights where I just sit around doing nothing yeah I mean you guys have probably heard it many many times from your parents too but it actually works it's actually true that if you don't get enough exercise during the day you won't sleep it's a natural melatonin for the yeah body. yeah so your body like it keeps thinking that you're doing nothing so when you're doing nothing and staying awake your body's like great so we're doing nothing and we're staying awake exactly so yeah. when you do nothing and you try and go to sleep your body's like no we're staying awake now so when you do something for even just like 20 minutes or half an hour before bed and then you go to sleep your body's like great so we're stopping we're resting and we're sort of rejuvenating ourselves for the next day mm. yeah so all of you guys who have just tuned in you're listening to clc live on live fm i'm your host olivia delpra and i'm here with bridget and Paige. we're broadcasting live from clc eltham australia what about 
like eating habits. I know like with growing technology and growing information about these, how do you think eating habits will affect one's uh, well, stress levels? Well, my older cousin, she's all onto the diets and that sort of stuff, but she's learnt to eat. Like she's trained herself to eat a big breakfast, a big lunch and a big dinner and therefore she doesn't snack in between and she eats really healthy meals too. Mm-hmm. So she's actually found out, found herself to be a lot more healthy in the past year, like from doctors observing it and commenting on it. They've noticed that she's a lot more healthy after eating um, more regularly, more healthy instead of eating like carby snacks from the pantry every time you feel the tiniest bit hungry yeah definitely that's a great point what about you Paige um yeah I totally agree like eating healthy is such an important part of like adolescence and growing up and if you don't eat healthy then your brain can't develop properly it really needs that nutrition to be able to grow and be able to manage these emotions like stress Mm -hmm. so especially like I know people stress eat but if you stress eat and you're actually eating healthy then that's your brain's automatic response. It, it wants you to like sort of blame your stress on something. So yeah. just yeah. making that little switch to every time that you go and get a snack, um, if you want one, not going to like biscuits and lollies and stuff, but just like yeah. going to like the fruit and veg pantry or something yeah. like that mm. just really makes you will, a whole world difference. You will certainly like feel better yeah. compared to eating carbs lots of yeah carbs. exactly on that note like we really need to educate young people about this because this is an ongoing problem not only with peer pressure and also with social media so how do you think the growing technology will affect these problems i think we've seen that um especially with um gen z that social media has had a horrible effect on um the health of this generation we have these ideals that we try and meet that are perceived as perfection and no one can actually meet like what they're telling us that we should meet. And so we're constantly striving for more and never telling us ourselves that these little habits that we're getting ourselves into are actually enough and they actually are doing good for ourselves. But because we're constantly focusing on the bigger goal, we're forgetting about these little improvements like going for a 20-minute walk every day. Like that's something to be proud of because you are getting yourself into the habit of being able to do these things. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, my mom is a primary school teacher and she works in a really diverse uh, school with lots of like, you know, people from other countries. And she has found that their parents are packing the kids really unhealthy foods thinking that that's what everyone does to help try and make them fit in and they've been trying to encourage the parents just to feed them healthy because that's what's going to benefit them and also saying that so I went on a trip around Australia last term and what we found was in the really remote locations you would see just people drinking so much coke and just eating so unhealthy and that's the point where we really really need to educate this yeah because then that's going to be passed down to their children and keep on going like that so we really need to break that cycle and really educate them about like their fitness their health levels and why it should benefit them well, going on from that, I believe that social media was initially a really, really bad influence at the start, but it's 
it's also one of the only ways I see people being educated because a lot of children don't like school. Like they hate school and they just tune out to whatever's being said, no matter how important. So, uh, despite social media being a really bad influence, if used in the right way, it could actually be the switch that brings brings children from unhealthy body image and physical health back to healthy again because that's what they focus on, social media. Yeah, that's an excellent point that you just made there. What about you, Paige? What are your thoughts on this? Um, I totally get what you're saying, Bridget. I also think like it's like politics, right? So you have left left wing and right wing you can never really like find a politician that's impartial that's going to please everyone it's the same with social media you have these um like body positive movements but then you also have these people saying well no you should be healthier and stuff Mm. but there's no one telling you how to actually be healthy and so I think for some children like on social media that would be a really great influence but I think that we need to find a better way with like less access to all of these toxic like pieces of information that children aren't supposed to be hearing that they don't need to see um that we really need to like have a platform where they can go on there and be educated about the facts yeah and not have it opinionated by all of these people with these false ideals yeah that's you guys have made definitely really good points and i really hope that everyone out there will take something out of this so thank you so much for listening guys i'm olivia your host and you're listening to clc live on live fm i'm joined here today by Paige and bridget um, broadcasting live from CRC Eltham, Melbourne, Victoria. Thank you for listening and have a great day.